Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania. Diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more, this podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 37 of the Live Fit Listens podcast. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Happy you're here this week. I hope you had a really lovely, fun, safe, productive weekend, if that was your vibe. Maybe it was a restful type of productive weekend vibe. You know what I'm saying? It's completely unrelated, but that's something that I'm learning to digest is that productive can also be like rest is productive. So if you just had like a restful rejuvenation, like rejuvenative, is that a word? I think you know where I'm going with this type of weekend that also is so productive. Maybe you didn't technically make action steps towards your goals and your business or whatever the case may be, but maybe you just like recharged this weekend and now you're going to be really set up for success for the week ahead. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, don't know why that just came from me for from Okay, don't know why that came to me. Let me take a sip of my little mantra to like regroup for a second. Okay, anyways, for my gratitude for today, I know this sounds so redundant, but I'm just like kind of I don't know. Sometimes when I don't when I don't feel thankful, like really potently for one specific thing, like I just am like, I'm just freaking thankful to be here. And that's kind of how I feel. I feel like I haven't. I've been like meaning to say it on some sort of social media platform to convey the message to you guys, but just I, my brother's been helping me so much. So shout out Lucas. Love you. He's been so kind to me, but just like overall in general, I've been like really trying to switch up my routine and kind of help to rebuild my foundation in terms of like the foundation of the business of live fit to like just have a more organized approach going forward because I feel like I've been playing like organized catch up for the past year of me doing this full time. So I just have been like doing a lot of work on the back end with like organizing stuff, which also actually mm, I'm going to wait now. That's probably annoying. I know. Forgive me. It's only going to be like maybe a week longer, but I think something got approved. That is kind of just a cool little fun fact. So I'll wait. I'll just wait until I approve that to make sure that I'm not saying something that isn't official yet. But I've just been doing more stuff on the back end to like help build up lift it. I just have been feeling really good about it. Like I just really love do like I just love my job. I love doing what I do. And I just feel really thankful to like be getting everything sorted out and like remind myself that I'm doing this full time. And I just I like living the life of being organized and in the routine and working towards my goals. And I lift it as my passion. And so I just feel really thankful just to simply be doing it. Like I've been in, in, I've definitely been in work mode, but I feel very thankful to be in work mode because I just, I genuinely enjoy doing it and I'm happy that I'm making progress towards the life that I want to create. So that kind of didn't make sense for my gratitude. It kind of was all over the place, but I just am thankful to be playing the game is how I feel. I just am thankful to be in it. And I just feel really thankful to be working towards my goals as I have been. And I'm thankful that I, I'm in a prosperous space and prosperous environment and an inspiring environment to do so. So for this episode, I wanted to talk about external validation because let me pull this up on my um, show outline. I said, read the email from the lovely lady. So you know who you are, but the sweetest gal sent in 
kind of like a request for this episode. And I was like, this is a beautiful thing to speak about. It's super important. So I would love to talk about it. So she said, been a big fan of yours for about a year now, and your podcast has helped me through a lot, and I appreciate it so much. Anyways, I was wondering if you could do a podcast episode about male validation and your thoughts on hookup culture slash temporary meaningless relationships. I've been hooking up for like a month now with men I don't really care about, and I'm finding it difficult to draw the line between enjoying hooking up and generally just wanting attention, intimacy, validation, and only seeing sex as a way to get these things. I don't know. I feel like a mess trying to figure out what I want in life in regards to men slash love slash relationships. It would be so great if you could give us your thoughts on this and how to get out of feeling like but thank you all love. All love to you as well. And basically just after getting that email like it made me think of just a lot of things and basically I want this episode to span not only just in terms of like romantic partners and I guess in terms of like the sexual lane. I also want to touch on just overall external validation because I think it we all we all depend on it at some point or another it's a huge component I think to where we derive our self-worth and I personally think that can be very problematic and like I'm saying this ranges from significant others to your parents approval to good grades to success at a sport like to success in your work to how much money you're making like all of these things and this episode is going to relate to another episode I did kind of a while back now yep it was episode 10 stop placing your identity outside of yourself so this is that will be another great one if you haven't listened to that one to kind of complement this message but yeah I'm just going to try to kind of address this in all all areas because again kind of how I said previously like a lot of these podcast episodes my goal is to kind of get to the very root of the reason why we're maybe acting from lower vibrational states to kind of help us with that overall foundational cause instead of just kind of addressing the topical symptoms if you will so for example like with this with this email about male validation that goes much deeper and so that's kind of what I want to talk about today and I think it's challenging a little bit because I do see the side of having external validation be like a motivating factor like to push yourself and to do well and you know I think I've been kind of on I guess in terms of my own healing journey, it's like I've been so far on both sides of things where I've been super completely indulged and 100% dependent on like external validation and people's opinions of me and my success at things where then I've kind of been on the complete other side where I've kind of have woken up and, you know, elevated my consciousness and kind of learned how to drop my ego. But I've been on the other side where I'm kind of like, you know, nothing really matters except for who I truly am and my energy and where my true intention is. So it doesn't really matter how how productive I am in the day. It doesn't matter how much money I'm making. It doesn't matter how well I do at this. It doesn't matter what my body looks like. And Although that is 100% true, and I think that is very important to hold on to, remember that. I think for me personally, because I feel like I do have that balance between, which again, I always say everything is balanced and it's subjective. And I personally do feel like I do my best to kind of embody the balance of, you know, the spirituality and the higher knowing component of things, but also knowing that, you know, here at my time on earth, I am in the 3D. And so there's certain things that come with the human experience to allow you like, I almost see the human experience as a game. And so a part of it is like, hey, I have that higher awareness of what's going on, that this is a game and that it's not end all be all. But I also know that I can't just completely cop out and I guess be ignorant to 
the dynamic of this 3D reality. And so I guess I kind of have been doing what I can to kind of balance the two and know that, no, my whole worth and identity isn't in how I'm performing on the outside. However, it does help me kind of get to where I want to be in terms of living the specific 3D reality life that I have as a goal. It helps me to kind of, I guess, entertain some of those 3D thoughts, if that makes sense. I feel like I went about explaining that in a weird way, but just essentially like, I do think there's a healthy amount of relying on external validation to push you, I guess is at the very least, because I've been on both sides of the spectrum where I kind of end up having, you know, no push to do more essentially, essentially when I'm like way far on the other end. But then on the other side of it, when I'm way too dependent on external validation, I, my mental state is like just way too unstable and way too reliant on everything that lies outside of myself. And I say over and over again, like I've said this in so many podcasts that you can't rely on external things to fulfill an internal void and that is the very problem and challenge and it's just why external validation is very problematic because you're placing all of your internal self-worth and you know you're placing all of that on external things and in opinions and your performance of things that are outside of yourself which is always not a reliant place and the thing is is when we are more the more we are reliant on external validation the more vulnerable we are and in the sense of because like based on the contrary I think there's a ton of strength in vulnerability I think vulnerability is a beautiful thing but in this case specifically I'm using the word vulnerable in the sense that we are you know more susceptible to unfulfillment and we're placing our inner peace on something that is external or outside of ourselves which is super unreliable like I'm saying and that's what whenever I've done that that's when my mental space has been the most unstable it's ever been because think about it it's always kind of that's what I like to say when you're playing on defense as opposed to playing on offense like when you are constantly relying on external validation whether it's from sex from hookups from a significant others from how well you do in your sport from your parents approval all these sort of things like when you are doing that you're constantly essentially just living life on defense because you're kind of trying to always be what they want you to be as opposed to you playing on offense and you deciding what you want to be you deciding what feels good to you you deciding what success looks like for you and acting and performing and you know saying and doing things that are aligned with your truth and when you value your opinion of you more than you value other opinions of you like that is when you will fully be able to live freely and truly authentically and I saw a TikTok, which you guys, sometimes my TikTok just really comes through. And this goes back to my episode on social media about it's all about who you follow and what space you're in, because I feel like I'm in a good freaking space on there. And someone said something on TikTok that I was like, that was the best way I've ever heard someone say it before. And it said that any validation that you're seeking from others is simply just validation that you're seeking from yourself. And I literally was like, bingo, point blank, period dot the I at the bottom end of that sentence like there nothing more needs to be said and it is so true and I'm going to say it one more time any validation that you are seeking from others is simply just validation you're seeking from yourself I don't know if that's word for word what she said but that was like the main gist it just was the best and most like simplest way I've ever heard it be put and I also love the way it's worded because it, it I always say I love giving power back to the people and that's just how I feel like I guess in terms because like I said my last episode like this our genre our niche is healing and I feel like the best way the most invincible way to heal is you know 
knowing that you have full control and you have all the power in your own hands. So saying that any validation you're seeking from others is simply just validation you're seeking from yourself. When I hear that, I'm like, it's so empowering. I'm like, whoa, I have the tools to give me everything that I'm seeking. I can heal myself. I love that concept. I always have that. Like you are your own healer. You have the capacity, the power and the capability to heal yourself. And that's exactly what that one sentence is saying. And I feel like that in and of itself is, you know, reminds you that it is possible to it's possible that you don't need all of this external validation from other people. Like all you truly need is yourself, which I did another episode on this called you are all you need. Um, and so specifically, I guess in the sense of like, let's just start in terms of the romantic sense, because it doesn't have, it doesn't have to be male validation, like just any female validation or validation from a romantic partner, because I think this is the most common, obviously it's no secret way that people will kind of people confide in other romantic partners to give them that external validation that they so desperately crave and it what I'm trying to say it is just simply validation that they're seeking from themselves yeah for themselves so like in this scenario a lot of people turn to their significant others to give them love to feel appreciated to have someone you know give them compliments to have someone kind of validate their existence and give them like kind of a purpose and say you know you make me happy right? That's what a lot of significant others will tell that to the partner. So then it makes you feel like I'm able to make someone happy. You know, they tell me that I'm pretty. They tell me that I mean something to them. They tell me that I'm, I complete their world. It's like, it gives you a sense of purpose, a sense of, you know, that you're needed, right? A sense of you feeling appreciated, appreciated in a sense that someone loves you. And I think this is the perfect example of that sentence that it's simply just validation you're seeking from yourself. That's why they say when you truly are able to love yourself, like that's when you're actually able to show up as a whole, you know, healed human for your partner, as opposed to someone who's just codependent on someone else to try to like cut to have two broken pieces, try to make up one person. It's so much more powerful when two healed individuals come together to live a prosperous life with one another that gives each other both space to grow. And I guess now that I'm thinking about this, like it's almost so complicated for like, I feel like there's so many different avenues that I could take this talking about this in the sense of a romantic partnership. But, you know, that's why it's so important to be able to fully love yourself and give you all the things get for you to give yourself all the things that you seek in a romantic partner, because when you do not, that is when it's the perfect recipe for a codependent toxic relationship. Like I truly believe that is what makes a codependent toxic or unfulfilling or just what this email is saying, like more just like senseless, mindful, mindless hookups, all that sort of stuff is when, you know, the people in this dynamic are not whole on their own and they're turning to the other person to try to give them something outside of themselves to fulfill something inside of themselves, which I want this to like, I want to drill this into your mind. Cause like I said, I always revisit it in so many of my episodes. Like when you're trying, I want you to think of it this way. When you're trying to get something outside of yourself to fulfill a void within you, to make you feel fulfilled or to give you something that you're, you feel like you're lacking that's like you trying to fit a square inside of a circle. Remember growing up when you had that stupid, like the most basic play toy where you had a, a bunch of different shapes and you would have to push it through like the little cutout things to help you like learn what a shape looks like. That is exactly how I pictured it in my head. It's like you're, yes, they're like kind of the same thing, but it's never going to actually quite fit the way you want it to. And that's why it never works on the long term. I guess we're just running with this subject of the romantic partners. Like, 
So many people look for that person to help fulfill something within them, right? But that's what I'm saying when it's just like a codependent, toxic, unfulfilling relationship that's not out of true love. That's in, that's what I call an egoic love, right? Where you're not necessarily loving the person just simply for who they are, their energetic presence. You're loving them for what they do for you. You love them because they're validating your existence. You love them because they're making you feel important. That's what I call an egoic love. And for me, that's a love that I'm... I, scared of for lack of a better term like I really really don't I just that's a whole different story but I I want a true love for the for when I'm talking about the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with like I want a love coming from a place of higher consciousness I'm not even going to get down that I'm just going to stop while I'm ahead but those egoic loves never last or I guess I should say don't last in a healthy manner because there's plenty of dysfunctional relationships that tend to live on right but it's because they're always trying to get that square to fit in their circle inside of themselves and it's just never going to work it's close right maybe you can kind of wedge it in there but there's always kind of going to be gaps around where the square is within the circle and I just feel like that's that's the perfect way to kind of explain or how I pictured in my mind of how anything external outside of yourself is never going to fulfill you on the internal scale and so with this romantic partnership, like that's why it's so important for you to learn to love yourself. Like you need to love you for who you are. You need to validate your own existence. You need to understand that you have a place and a purpose that, that you are loved independent of if you have someone telling you that or not. That is truly when you will find true inner peace, true confidence, true security, and you'll be able to live a life without kind of this subconscious fear that you know, your validation is going to go away. So in this sense that your partner is going to leave you because that is that in and of itself is the biggest problem and issue with external validation is that it is fleeting. Because my question for you is this another like external validation is a huge mask, right? It masks you for all of the insecurities that you have or for all of the things that you're lacking within yourself, or it masks all of the validation and love and care and attention that you don't give yourself. Right. And so at, at, at some point, that mask is going to unveil itself, right? At some point, that validation isn't, that external validation isn't promised forever. Someone can walk away from you at any time. If you're super invested in your sport, something could happen that could prevent you from not playing your sport anymore. If you're super dependent on your parents' approval, what if you have something that you're really passionate about and they don't agree with your decision to leave your job to go pursue that dream? Then what? Like, that's what I always say. Like, at some point, yeah, like you can kind of keep riding on the coattails of external validation for as long as it agrees, I guess, with whatever you're pursuing. But what happens when it doesn't? What happens if you get a bad opinion from a friend? What if you get a friend who says, actually, I don't like that outfit anymore? What if you get a C on an exam, even though you studied your butt off and it just still was so hard for you to understand that concept? Like, then what? And that's the biggest thing. It's like, it is, it is. External validation is always fleeting and that's why it's like you're playing with fire and that's why it's such a slippery slope. You may be able to last a little bit by riding the coattails, but eventually the mask is always going to come off and at some point it's not going to validate you in the way that you want it to. And then when you get bad feedback, when you don't, you know, when you get injured and you can't play your sport, when your parents don't agree with a decision that you made, when your partner decides to dump you or whatever the case may be, or when your partner cheats on you, God forbid, it's like, then what? 
And that's what causes so much of this anxiety and uncertainty around like who we are and our own self-worth because we're constantly trying to put it, we're trying to find something stable and something that is very unstable in its very nature. And like I said previously in the beginning of the episode, like when I was so reliant on the way that I looked, on my grades when I was in college, all this sort of stuff, like that's when I had the most unstable mental health because it all was dependent on if I had a good day, if I got a good grade back, if I had a good body image that day, if I could, if I had a strong day in the gym, that's what made me feel good about myself that day. It's like all that sort of stuff. Like if my dad agreed with things that I was doing and congratulated me on something, that would make me have a good day. But if we had a mini argument and he didn't agree with something, that would make me feel crappy about myself. It's like all this sort of stuff because it's lying outside of myself. That's what I'm saying when I was very susceptible to, I was vulnerable to just unstable mental health because it was super unreliable and it was constantly changing and it was so unpredictable because it was lying outside of myself. And I think in the sense of hookup culture, and also you guys, I kind of struggle with speaking about it because I never want to make someone feel a certain way. Like I'm not trying to come at someone and I generally am not judging anyone. I have people who are very close to me who play a prevalent role in hookup culture. But for me, it's just not something I've never participated in, especially when it comes to like actual sex. And I think in this whole theme of the episode, right, like I think that meaningless hookups are a fantastic way for people to mask their need for external validation. And I think that in the hookup setting, like it makes people feel seen when they're in that intimate setting, right? It makes people feel like they have a purpose as weird as they may sound, as weird as that may sound, but it's true. Like you feel like you have a purpose within that setting. You feel appreciated, right? It feels like you have that attention from someone. And that's exactly going back to this the quote at the beginning of this episode, how I said that any validation you're seeking from yourself. And I know that sounds weird because we're speaking about it, like in terms of sex, but it's true. Like, and, and maybe you, this was learned somewhere along the way that sex was the only way that you were able to get these things, but that's when you kind of, you need to turn inward and kind of cultivate, you know, giving yourself this internal validation that you're seeking of like, you can still be seen and heard and valued whether you're in the bedroom with someone or not. Like that is not the only place that it stems from. You can still have a purpose that is far beyond the purpose that you have in the bedroom. You can still be appreciated regardless of whether you're in or out of the bedroom. And I think, you know, doing what you can to remind yourself of this, of knowing that you're important, knowing that you have a purpose independent of anyone else when when you're independent of doing anything else and reminding you that you you know what I mean like validating just your existence and your presence like you're allowed to take up space you're allowed to be seen whether you're in the bedroom with someone or not I think like I'm saying like that really just starts from within and you giving yourself that validation instead of relying on someone else to give you that validation because I'm basically saying the same thing just in different fonts right it's the same thing as whether you're you know you're the some you're the person who always needs to have a boyfriend to get that validation or you're someone who always needs to be hooking up with someone to get the validation it's the same freaking thing it's literally the same exact thing just it's manifesting in different ways and so I think a great way to kind of work through this to heal it is kind of ask yourself like why do you want this validation like what are you seeking like what does it how how does it make you feel fulfilled by hooking up with a a bunch of random people like once I feel like you can identify what you're kind of searching for within these hookups and with these different people you can then start to create it 
within yourself and also just like reminding yourself because she also said in the email she said generally just wanting attention slash intimacy slash validation and only seeing sex as a way to get these things like like I'm saying not only can these things come from within yourself but there's also different ways if you you know want to experience these things there's different ways that are beyond just in the bedroom you know like and I think also hot take, but I just feel like people who crave physical intimacy are people who are really lacking emotional intimacy, maybe with others, but more importantly within themselves. And I think that we're humans. We all crave intimacy in one way or another. And like I'm saying, I feel like the people who ignore their emotional and inner intimacy the most are the ones who crave the physical intimacy the most or are addicted to the physical intimacy the most because they kind of aren't getting that on the emotional scale by them turning inwards and like actually them developing a true relationship within themselves because I know it sounds really weird but like I personally am in my head a lot I'm alone a lot I feel really close to myself like I always say I'm my own best I'm my own best friend I feel really close to myself and I don't know if this is the answer but I definitely don't have this uncontrollable void or crave to hook up with someone random. I never do. And I just can't help but feel like it's very probable that that's because I I really have that internal emotional and mental intimacy with myself. Like I have that feeling of feeling close to something to the point where I don't need to kind of run to something physical to try to find it, if that makes any sense. And with just like shallow relationships and meaningless hookups all that sort of stuff like for me it just seems like such a drain of energy because it's like you're trying to search for freaking flowers where flowers don't grow (laughs) like you're wasting the energy trying to dig and dig and dig and dig and look and look and look and search and search and search but you're you're looking at a place where they're not even going to be there like just leaving you feel drained whereas opposed to as if, if you're actually doing some soul searching you're at least like looking in a prosperous field with fertile soil where you can find it you know what I'm saying So changing gears a little bit, I kind of want to talk about two specific stories that happened in my personal life that I feel like is another really great example of kind of how external validation can kind of mask itself in less obvious ways, but is kind of, you know, how external validation can kind of really hinder us from feeling truly fulfilled or ever truly filling that void. And both of these are from my parents and I feel bad kind of outing them, but also I, they're both over 60 years old and I just feel like it goes to show how much this can consume us and no matter what age you are, no matter in what regard. And so I just felt like it's a really good just teaching moment. And so one of my parents, we just spoke about this two days ago, whenever we get into an argument, it always was kind of like the background argument from from them or it would always come out no matter what we were arguing about. They'd always tell me that like, you don't appreciate what I do for you. Like you're so ungrateful, yada, yada, yada. And like I'm saying, it would be like in no regard to it wouldn't be in relation to what we were arguing about or anything like that. And to me, in the very beginning, it always made me feel like absolute crap because I feel like I do the most that I can to feel very appreciative and show my parents that I'm really appreciative and grateful for them and everything they do for us. So at first I kind of put it on me of like, well, shit, like what more can I do to make them not feel that way? Like I want to make them feel appreciated. I want them to know how much I really am grateful for them. And it just really made me feel like crap but then kind of the the more the pattern kept repeating itself of you know no matter what we were arguing about it would still come up it made me feel like it was on something much deeper than what we were arguing about or much deeper than me and so I kind of finally brought it up I was like I think that that's something that 
I just knew that it was something within themselves. So I brought it up to them a couple of days ago. I just, I said, you know, I feel like it always comes up in the background of no, no matter what the disagreement is, et cetera, et cetera. And I feel like it's in something much deeper beyond me and what we are having a conflict about. Like, I think it is something that is within you that makes you feel like you were never properly appreciated, whether that was your family growing up, you never kind of got that validation from them that someone told you that they're proud of you, that they they never thanked you for doing chores around the house, something like that. Like stuff like this goes back to such things, such details that seem so small that are actually very prevalent in our development as humans. And so the more we kind of were talking, long story short, we kind of came to the conclusion that they always felt like there was something there was something more that they could be doing that they could they could have acquired more success there's someone who has more than them etc cetera, etc cetera. and it came down to the fact that they never fully appreciated themselves of what they've accomplished they never validated themselves of the hard work that they put in they never you know said i'm proud of you for how much, how far you've made it and how much you have you've accomplished. So since they never gave that to themselves, they were constantly seeking that validation from other people around them of telling them that they appreciate them because that was another probing question that I asked was, you know, what will make you feel appreciated? Because I think a big thing that we all do, it's like we say that this isn't enough, this isn't enough, this isn't enough. And in this case, like they never felt like they were appreciated enough. They never felt like people will people were grateful enough for what they were doing for them. And it's very easy to kind of never feel like anything is enough without you kind of defining what that capacity and threshold is because kind of without that ceiling, if you will, for lack of a better term, you never know when your cup is full, if you don't know how big your cup is, if that makes sense. Right. So that's like a big question I asked was like, well, how do you know, like what will, when will you feel appreciated? Like, what is that threshold for you? Because no matter what happened, like they never felt like they were fully appreciated. And that's because they were constantly looking for something to fulfill something within themselves that they were lacking to give themselves. And in this case, they were lacking to give their own self-appreciation, giving themselves validation and saying I'm proud of myself for everything that I've accomplished so they were constantly looking to other people to tell them that and I just think that's like a really huge example of this teaching my camera battery just died so I'm sorry if you're watching on YouTube and the framing is a little bit different I had to change the battery but the second and final story that I have it's a little bit different a little bit different takeaway but it just builds off of the concept of how I was saying that there's kind of a you need to kind of define some sort of ceiling because the thing with external validation is that it's it's kind of this insatiable desire all the time because it it's always craving and and thriving off of that temporary gratification but that's what I'm saying when it's fleeting like the thing is with external validation is that it is always temporary at some point it expires and you're always wanting more and that's why it's it's insatiable as opposed to when you're giving yourself that validation that is when it's long term it's unwavering and you're building those foundational truths within yourself and belief systems within yourselves that uh, that it, it doesn't waver you know they don't depend on anything else as long as you have kind of built that foundation within yourself they're there to stay and so this story specifically with another parent my other parent and this one specifically this was always a problem growing up is that they never felt like my parents are divorced in case you missed that part but this parent always never felt like they had enough time with us no matter how much time we spent with them it never felt like enough they would always be upset that they don't see us as often as the other parent does etc etc and this specifically like 
of summer of 2020 when you know we we're all in quarantine I was home a lot and I was home the most I had ever been like since going away to college and I really intentionally tried to be home with this parent more to make them feel like appreciated like I cared about them like I just was trying to show up for them and do my my side I guess of doing what I can to show my love and it still was a problem they still felt like they that we weren't there enough and all this sort of stuff and and for me it got to the point where I said okay listen like when will it feel like enough when is enough and that was like a really important question that that parent had to reflect on because like I said no matter if it was we saw them once a month or 10 times a month or every day or twice a year it always was never enough they always still felt left out they always still felt like they were left out of the family that they weren't seeing as much as the other parent was which is just the drama and annoyance of a divorced family but that was a big question that they had to reflect on is when I just said like when you need to come you need to reflect and come back to me and you know find an actual definitive point and capacity of when you think you will finally feel like you see us enough or else you're always kind of going to be craving that to fill that external void without even knowing I guess what your proper dosage is and that just leads you to constantly wanting more and more and more and more and I feel like so many people can relate to that in other scenarios like for example people who are fighting for success it's like what is what actually is success where where is that line for you how do you even define it because those are also the people who are just plagued by the external validation of how much money they make or how high their job title is and all this sort of stuff where they they attain a certain goal right they they made their income goal but now they're like okay now let's make that $150,000 a year it's like where which again where I'm kind of going back to it's it's healthy to a point to help you push forward and have you you know be a motivating factor to help you keep striving for higher and higher goals but just at the same time the problem is when your self-worth is intertwined with the attainment of these goals and that's just what I'm saying if you don't have any ceilings on these things if you don't actually know you know when will you feel these things that you're constantly searching for searching for external validation within it's like you're never going to actually fully grasp that validation that you're seeking and that's just when it turns into this rat race of just endless unfulfillment or short-term fulfillment until that fades away and you're on to the next goal etc cetera, etc cetera. so I think that's just like a big thing to ask yourself in terms of just anything is kind of like what what is your threshold what is your capacity how much is your cup even how much can your cup hold right so you know when you're filling it up, like how much is enough? Because I just feel like that can be a really big plague when you're always just wanting more and more and more and more and more and more. It's like, okay, well, when are you ever going to feel satisfied with with what you have, you know? So the affirmation that I have for this episode is I wholeheartedly give myself the validation I crave from others. I wholeheartedly give myself the validation I crave from others. So just please remember you guys with this episode that any validation that you are seeking from others is simply just validation that you're seeking from yourself. The problem with outside validation is, you know, what are you going to do when it's not there anymore? It's fleeting. It's unstable. It's unpredictable. It's unreliable, right? It causes us to have these ups and downs, which result in us just being in such an unstable state of mind. So you need to look inward. You need to cultivate anything that you're looking for within other people. Ask yourself what you're looking to get out of this experience, out of this person, out of this anything. 
and just say, what am I actually, what am I actually searching for in this? What if I, what is really actually making me feel fulfilled in this interaction, in this exchange, in this connection? And can I give this to myself so that I can be whole and complete on my own so that I can truly love myself for who I am so that I can validate my own existence so that I can feel important on my own and worthy enough on my own to take up space without the validation of someone else that I'm able to take up space telling me that I'm able to take up space. You guys need to understand that everything in life starts within yourself. And the more that you can live with that in mind, and the more that you actually put that in action of kind of living on offense instead of defense and showing up for yourself because of yourself, you'll be able to live a much more honest, genuinely fulfilling life that is stable, that is healthy, that is fulfilling, that is reliable, and most importantly, grounded. And you will truly feel like you have a safe space because that safe space will be you in your entirety. So I love you guys so much. That's everything for this episode. I really hope it helped you guys in one way or another and that you could take something valuable from this episode. If you did, I would love it if you could leave me a rating or review really quickly. It just would mean the world and help this podcast grow and reach more people. I'm sending you guys so much love. Thank you so much for watching or listening. I appreciate your support. More than words can describe. I love you guys. Have a good one. Peace out.